Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Chris Connolly. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Above all, we love bringing librarians and great books together. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, it's Lainey, and welcome back to the podcast. We have an episode of Editors Unedited this week, and we have a returning guest, Tracy Sherrod. She's here from Amistad. She's editorial director. And if you want to hear more from her after this, she did a great interview with our author, Clyde Ford, for Think Black. That is on our website already, so on SoundCloud. So we're very happy to have you back, Tracy. (laughs) Thank you, Lainey, for having me. I'm glad to be here to talk about Amistad. And so Amistad is the African-American imprint at HarperCollins. We've been around since um, 1986, and we joined Harper in 1999. So it's our 20th anniversary with Harper. I didn't know that. Yes, and we're so glad, you know. You know, being here with Harper, and and, um, we've been fortunate to have some really incredible authors and have a Pulitzer Prize winner on our list. Um, Edward P. Jones, The Known World, and we also have Jacqueline Woodson, who who wrote Another Brooklyn, which was a National Book Award finalist, and we have tons of NAACP award-winning authors, as well as um, Penn, Penn Awards and Hurst and Wright Awards, and so we're very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Judith had, sp- so we had Judith... This falls within Harper One, and so Judith Kerr, who is over that, came to talk on the podcast already, so you have a little bit of an overview, and then we're diving into Amistad, um, and she mentioned Zora Neale Hurston and all the backlists that you guys are going to do now. Yes, and so we, we ha- Amistad handles Zora Neale Hurston's trust and um, all of her backlist, and we're very happy about that. And we're going through the process of rejacketing the books and and also publishing some new uh, material right. by Zora Neale Hurston that hasn't come out yet. Like there's a collection of essays that Henry Louis Gates is working on oh. that we're really excited about, and Genevieve West, and um, and so we're really looking forward to what we're going to do there, and mm-hmm. particularly with Zora Neale Hurston's biography of her um, auto, her memoir of herself, of course of herself, but her <laughs> memoir and. Um, Dust Tracks on a Road, and so we're going to to rejacket that one, which is very incredible because, you know, there are so few um, memoirs about um, African-American writers, and they, um, and the history has been rich, and so even the fact that we don't have something from Toni Morrison says a whole lot, one of the greatest writers right. of, of all time. Um, and um, so we're doing 
doing a lot. We're going to re-promote um, Dust Tracks on the Road, and then we're going to, you know, publish some other literary memoirs. And so we're really excited about what's coming from Amistad. Mm. We're doing some really incredible books that I think are going to, you know, really get people into the libraries and, and, and checking out even more books as, as if they aren't enough, right? But anyway, <laughs> so um, we have some really exciting things coming, such as... Um, we published Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston a couple years ago, and now um, Deborah Plant, the editor of that collection, who was just so phenomenal in all of the touring and work that she did um, on behalf of the book, is doing her own book. And it is about our America's and the world's continuing fascination with human bondage, wow. whether it's sex trafficking, whether it's the, the corporate environment, whether it's, you oh, know, man. all of those things. And so I'm, I'm very, very, you know, excited about that book. And we have another book coming from Michael Twitty, who wrote The Cooking Gene. Yeah, libraries love that book. <laughs> me too, me yeah. too, me too. And so we have a new one coming from him. So exciting. And so, which is about kosher soul. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm thrilled that he's doing that. And then we have something brand new that Amistad is doing for the first time, which is a graphic novel. Right. It looks so cool. Like the, just seeing little glimpses, it looks so cool. I know because it's it's it straddles the whole fine art and right. and, and and sort of graphic novel and comic book, you know, arena. So it's it's something spectacular. The artist Tim Fielder is it's phenomenal. Libraries love having him, right. as a matter of fact. He does wonderful things, um, programming with children and and and, oh. uh, and, and adults. Yeah, where do you, where does he live? Um, he lives here in New York. Oh, well, there you go, New yep. York Library. <laughs> That's right. He lives right here in New York. And he came in and did something on the computer art-wise that left all of us just <laughs> with our mouths hanging open because we were like, we just wanted him to do it for everybody. It was the most incredible thing I'd, I'd ever seen, I'd ever seen in my entire life. And... Um, so I would love for him to do that demonstration for other people. Yeah, and the book is called, I don't know if we said what the book was called. What um, the graphic novel was called. Oh, it's called Infinitum. We didn't say what it was right. called. Infinitum. And it combines Afrofuturism and and all these other elements awesome. of space travel and, and, um, and, and lots of elements of Black Panther. Yeah. You know, it, but it, but it's, but it takes you into a whole nother world. It is really, really something else. And we have Gina Yashir. Okay. Have you ever seen that show on CBS? You know, Bob Hart, Bob Loves Abishola. And so one of our authors, it's a brand new show on CBS. And our, our author is the writer on that show mm-hmm. and, and one of the producers. And she's doing a book about being African and moving to the United States and trying to make a life for yourself in Hollywood. So it's extremely funny, very, very <laughs> funny. You know, equally, if not more so, funny as I'm the Mother of Black Hollywood by Jennifer Lewis that we published a couple years ago that has done really well for libraries and, and other markets. A really oh. popular book, yeah. We've sold a lot of copies of it. 
Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of uh, good, good material coming. Yeah, I would say so. You That's know? a lot. And and you may remember Barbara Chase Rabode, who wrote Sally Hemings. Okay. Yeah, and an American daughter, and mm. it was an international bestseller before you were born, Lainey. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because it was in like um, the 70s, late 70s. Yes. Um, she is coming back with a new novel. Oh, wow. She's a renowned artist with an opening just at the MoMA. Awesome. And she has an incredible, incredible novel coming that's mm. based on a true story. And so Amistad published this book called Black Fortunes, which has sold incredibly well. And it's about the first six um, millionaires, black millionaires, out of slavery, who survived slavery and became millionaires. Okay, so Barbara Chase Rabode is writing her novel about one of those characters, which is Hannah Elias, who lived in New York City on Central Park West. And she wore this shroud over her head because she didn't want anybody to know that she was black oh. and had all this money. And uh, but of course, people found out, and that's the drama of the story. And it's and there's murder, there's you know yeah. protests outside her home, all kinds of things. It's a really, really incredible novel. And so I cannot wait for that to arrive. Yeah, into... I already know people who are going to be so excited. Yeah. Just hearing the like <laughs> first couple of sentences sound really great. Right? And so I'm, so I'm really, really, really thrilled about that. And um, our imprint is growing. Yeah. You know, we're hiring more people um, and we're doing more books. So we're doing about um, 20 to 24 books a year wow. forthcoming. And so we're, we're extremely happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Telling stories that are, need to be told and, and highlighting people who are just doing great things. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah. And, and really different things. You know, like we're, we're venturing into business. Yeah. And we're, we're publishing Ursula Burns, who was the CEO of Xerox. We're publishing Katrina Adams who is the CEO of the United States Tennis Association, right. the organization that hosts the U.S. Open every year with, you know, more than 750,000 people who go to this event every single year, and then the millions that watch it on television. And so she was the one that ran that, and her book comes in August of, uh, of 2020. And so I'm really excited about that. It's about a woman in a very unique environment, you know, and overseeing everything that is involved in hosting this two-week event that earns more money than any other sporting event. That's wild. Throughout their entire season. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... NFL, NBA. Through their entire season. Through all their entire season. The U.S. Open in that, around that in that fourteen day period makes more money than than any other sport, wow. and she manages all of that. And if you've ever gone, you know it's a spectacular event. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and so I'm very excited about her book, and we have great fiction coming. Alice Randall, who is doing Black Bottom Saints, which is a novel set in Detroit really wonderful and the secret women by sheila williams 
Um, that's a great um, commercial novel about three women who meet in yoga class and their mothers had recently passed and then they begin to realize they didn't know their mothers at all when they start cleaning up the home and moving things and they realize all their mothers had a different life than they knew and and I think yeah. that's probably true for all of us right you know yeah. we think we know our parents but I don't think they're giving us the full disclosure. <laughs> True. I mean, yeah, think of what you edit yourself out of people's lives. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. And we do like historical books too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing um, one forthcoming by Professor Marcus Hunter at UCLA. He's doing a book on reparations. So, and it's called Radical Reparations. And he studies all the different ways in which um, reparations have been paid out in the past to to other people throughout the world. And then he imagines what it could look like here. Because we always think of reparations in terms of money. Right. But there are also other elements, and that's what he speaks to. There are spiritual elements, there are legal elements, there are all kinds. And so it'll be a fresh um, look at that discussion. Yeah, everybody's, mm-hmm. that's a buzzword. Everybody wants to know more about it. And yeah, it's yeah. in the news, so. I know, and I couldn't believe the um, candidates were debating it. In, you know. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a great way. supplemental reading for all of that. Mm hmm. Mm. Indeed. You know, and I think it complements uh, the 1619 project that the New York right. Times magazine did. We had a great event at the office the other day with um, Jeffrey Colvin, yes. and that went so well. He um, wrote Africaville, and that's coming in December. And he came to the office and gave this great talk about the book and had you know maps and pictures. And I mean, you were there; it was wonderful. So yeah, and he had mentioned the podcast and how you know everyone is kind of talking about that and to understand your your past or maybe not even your personal past, but just the the U.S.'s past. And I thought. That was such a cool way to tie with the New York Times whole exploration of this into what he was talking about. And so I think automatically I was like, oh, I I can connect that in my brain and I wanted to know more. So I think people are hungry for for fiction and nonfiction on both sides, but just just yeah. history. And yeah, I think so, too, especially since there was like um, 14 African-American titles on the September 1st. New York Times bestseller list, and that's extraordinary. That says a lot about what's what the future may look like in book publishing because if you have 14 books on the bestseller list, and this is in all categories, this, this was hardcover, paperback, and, um, and children's. But if you look at that based on the number of books that are published, the number of African-American books that are published each year, then you realize that's an extraordinary number. That's something like 25% or something made the bestseller list. And then you got to be like, oh, this is a category we need to publish more into. And yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really something else. And then Amistad had a couple that just missed the bestseller list this this fall. And it was um, Rakim's, who was a rapper, and it's called Sweat the Technique. And this book is a a writing guide for writers of anything, because he was known as the greatest lyricist of all time, changing the game and all of that. So 
So I think that's pretty extraordinary. And then Crump, Open Season, just right. missed the list as well. And, you know, these are both very different kind of books in a way, you know, because, yeah. yeah. Ben, Ben's book is about the legalized genocide of colored people. And he defined colored as not just black, but one that might be colored by their religious, pre their religious beliefs, their sexual preference, etc. Right. You know, explaining how the law is slightly ajar. Like for, like for instance, like a woman who may be being abused by her husband calls the police, if she hurts him and, and decides to use her stand, stand your ground laws, she will go to jail. It won't work for her. And so it shows all the disparities in the way the law is interpreted and who it protects and who it really doesn't. And he's been having crowds galore at all of his signings and talks and yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You guys are doing great things. Oh, I'm excited you. for you guys. And I always love to see what you have. Our launch is coming up, so I'm excited to hear more about all the other things that are coming up, too. Yeah. Um, when you're, what, I know you talked about moving into maybe the business space or political. Like, is there a, a subgenre that maybe you want to explore more within Amistad? Um, I think most definitely business. I want to really broaden that because, you know, there are more new businesses started by black women than any other demographic in the last, like, five years. So they, they may not survive, but, you know, they've been started. And so I want to help them survive. And so I want yeah. to do those kind of business books because the business books that are currently out are for people that are farther along um, than, say, necessarily most African-American women would be right. in their career and accomplishments, not due to their own lack of drive, but from external forces. So... So I want to I want to publish more in that area, and we also have Cicely Tyson's memoir coming, and I am over that is coming for the fall of 2020. Um, so I'm really super super excited about that, and I want to do um, more what I call legendary publishing because I consider her one of our legends. I consider Mary J. Blige a legend, and I want to do those kind of books. Yeah. For, yeah. Oh. And I want to publish some books that pay tribute to, to Toni Morrison as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. And so I have one coming. Mm hmm And um, and this is about Toni's editorial years. Wow. You know, so you could find out everything about what goes into Acquiring a book, bringing it out, and publishing it out all through her, her career. I am just so thrilled beyond belief to be publishing this because it's all of the questions I've wanted to ask her. But, you know, if anybody, you know, knew Tony, it was hard to keep her for very long to yourself. <laughs> and, um, and it's going to be written by Dana Williams, who is the dean of the English department at Howard University. Oh, wow. And Tony Morrison worked at Howard University. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they had talked about this for many years. And so she has 
the material. Mm. She has all the goods. <laughs> and so this book, it's going to change a lot. And it's, and it's going to be of interest, not to just people who are editors or people who are in publishing, because of the kind of material that it covers in there. It's everyone who's interested in writing, who has read her work, right. will learn like how she does what she did. Yeah. Based on the advice she gave other people and and her editorial notes were funny and <laughs> and and informative, like you know, and very direct. Yeah. <laughs> and very direct. So Yeah, I would imagine if yeah. you revere someone as this great writer it's like get in their head a little bit like what makes you such a great writer that would be really interesting yeah and so we'll we'll all learn that and and we'll learn what she thought about a variety of literature so that that is just I'm I'm really 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 excited about and um you know, I, I could talk all day. I know about the we books could, we have and I could listen all day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a great overview, and thank you for for sitting down with us. This was wonderful. Yeah. So if you want a list of any of the books we've talked about, and you know, authors, pub dates, um, go to our website. It's all listed at librarylovefest.com, and you can add to your ever growing TBR list because I know it's always long. Um, but thank you, Tracy. It's really great to have you. Thank you, Lainey. Thanks for having me. It's Bye. been wonderful. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.